Hey, you know, The Ringer has four local podcasts, right? For sports. We have Off the Pike with Brian Barrett. That's Boston. New York, New York with John Jastrzemski. The Full Go is Chicago with Jason Goff. And last but not least, The Ringer's Philly Special. Shil Kapadia and Ben Solak covering the Eagles and Raheem Palmer and Chris Ryan covering the Sixers. Go check all of them out on The Ringer Podcast Network. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident, and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where Joanna Robinson and I broke down episode six of White Lotus on the Prestige TV podcast. That's already up. Another good episode. Season finale is in a week. Mallory Rubin and Joanna are going to be doing a whole theories episode, probably Thursday, on the Prestige TV. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. We also are covering Wednesday this week in, in two parts because the whole first season went up. It's a hot show right now. You know how I know it's a hot show? My daughter, where I get most of my pop culture, she's like, dad, that's a hot show right now. She devoured it. So we're gonna be doing that in Sex Lives of College Girls as well. So that is the prestige feed on the rewatchables. Monday night, me and Chris Ryan, we're doing a Denzel movie. That's all I'm gonna say. Can it go wrong on the rewatchables with the Denzel movie? My, my short answer is no, but that's what you have to look forward to on Monday night. And if you want to hear some World Cup stuff over the course of the week, go check out Counterpressed and Righty's House and Stadio FC for all of their World Cup takes. Disappointing weekend for America, but also expected. Dutch is at a whole other level. We need a striker. We need somebody that could put corner kicks and free kicks in the box. We need a little athleticism in the back. We need a different coach. I'd like a coach that played our best 11 guys for more than 20 minutes together. I don't know. Call me crazy. But we need a striker. You know, if we were, this is a basketball team in the NBA. You're just, you know, you're not getting past round one unless you have a guy. You need a guy. We need a guy. We need a striker. Let's just go get one from another country. Let's just do it. Just convince. Remember when Hakeem, he, he just jumped to Team USA? What year was that? Like 2000? Just need a guy from another country. 
we've already kind of done it a little bit with a couple of the guys on this team where they could have played for multiple countries, they end up playing for us. Need a striker. Come to the U.S. Score goals for us. Finish. Finish crosses. Finish headers in the box. Do one-timers. How many one-timers did we see go sailing over the net? I mean, I like Weston McKinney, but if if the net was 30 feet high, he would have been the best player in the world. Um, we need a striker. I still enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching Team USA, even though it was a root canal every game, but I'm going to miss watching them. I haven't decided who I'm adopting yet. Kind of enjoyed the touch. I got to be honest. I like the way they played. I liked how they just kind of hung back, waited for us to mess up, had total confidence, and then just, just, uh, just kind of demolished us a couple of times. I, th- I was impressed. I like their uniforms too. I don't know. I'll announce on Tuesday who I'm rooting for. Tuesday, we have a podcast here. Thursday, obviously. And coming up on this one, the Cuz coming off a big Sunday night Dallas win. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some major QB injuries and uh, a topsy-turvy week 13. That's all next first. Pro-Jab. Coming up on the Toyota Halftime, Cousin Sal says that it's San Francisco's time to find another QB. There were 13 games today. (laughs) (laughs) We should have rehearsed that better. I don't know. I think that went better than how they actually do it. (laughs) They should have done it like like, uh, Jimmy G is down to one foot. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. Lamar Jackson, his knee hurts. We're making fun of the Sunday Night NBC halftime promo that we love, that we can't believe they're still doing. We thought after uh, we made fun of it and a bunch of other people made fun of it, we thought they would audible, but no, they didn't. They just, they ran it back with Garrett, who now looks like the Riddler in these yeah. halftime things. He's like grinning maniacally, like he like he just kidnapped somebody. And he has his hands in his pockets. I guess it's because they don't trust him to not just break out and start clapping out of nowhere <laughs> in the uh, eight-second promo. But yeah, that turn to camera is um, that it's is Mr. Ro- as, if, as if Mr. Roper was Frankenstein. <laughs> I don't know what, what the hell is going on there. We always thought he, that the clapper could have been a DC Comics villain, but he's actually turning into a DC Comics villain. He's got this crazy he really smile. Is. He's offering no insight. And I got to say, it's my favorite halftime show. I, yeah. I go out of my way to watch it every week. What did he say today <laughs> at halftime about? And then, you know, Matt Ryan, he made that turnover and that was big for Dallas. Yeah, the turnover like at the end of the half was big or something <laughs> the like turnover that. turnover was big. That was the eight-point swing was big. Just uh, nugget gonna, after nugget after sound oh my advice. God. And just, I mean, it's like, yeah, this guy definitely coached in the NFL. You yeah, can't, you can, I mean, it you went can see Princeton why he went eight and eight stuff. for nine years in a row. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to offer insight that's a little bit better than that today. Your team... Crush the Colts, which was yeah, not baby. the story of the day. That's you how know, you do it on national television. That's what you do, Simmons. You don't embarrass yourself in these primetime <laughs> games like your stupid yeah. team did. 54-19. No holes in this Cowboys squad. Not an L. How uh, how scared were you for Dak at various points in that game? <laughs> War? Am? <laughs> War? Here's what I well, keep telling myself. Because he could have had like seven or eight interceptions. I know we say that for a lot of quarterbacks, but... Um, yeah. First of all, there's five weeks left, right? So get it out of the system now. Get rolling. Get hot two, three weeks from now. You know, maybe, you know, Gallup's picking it up. Maybe they're back Mm. in sync somehow. I don't know. I know. I know you're not convinced. But 
I, my buddies, I'm on other text chains with Cowboys fans. I'm like, what other quarterback in the NFC are you confident will win three games in the playoffs? Like maybe Jalen Hurts at this point, but definitely not with Jimmy G going down now, right? The 49ers are out of the mix. Kirk Cousins, you don't think of that, right? So we're we're on par. We're good. We're fine. I did a week 13 snapshot, and there's only eight teams that I think I can actually see in the playoffs, not counting the NFC South team. See in the Super Bowl? No, just that I think are playoff teams. I think there's oh. six spots available, basically. I guess five. But Buffalo, KC, Tennessee, Cincy, just because Tennessee's going to win AFC South. Mm-hmm. Philly, Minnesota, San Francisco, Dallas, and then the NFC South. So we have five spots basically open right now. Oh, and going back to your quarterback point, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to, we, we're going to have Sam Darnold in a playoff game. Like you can't, yeah. you, we still can't rule a Carolina and then MC South. We're going to have Brock. What's his last mm-hmm. name? What's Brock's last name in the Niners? Brock Osweiler. No, no. What? <laughs> Brock, what's Brock the Purdy. Oh, Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. Yeah. yeah. Brock Purdy is going to be in a playoff game. I'm excited <laughs> for him. I did some research on him, which unfortunately didn't, uh, didn't include his last name. But we we could have uh, Mike White, Lotus himself. He might be in yeah. the playoffs. Heineke might be in the playoffs. Sure. Danny Dimes might be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Pickett, outside chances in the playoffs. Geno Smith is probably going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you think like Dak, after when you list all the guys that are going to be in there, Dak's looking better and better. Thank you. That makes me feel good. I didn't yeah. do all that research, but that's good. Yeah, that's good. I tried. Um, Jimmy G is out for the season. At a time when I thought the Niners had a chance to come at it today as not people saying they were the best team, but them becoming the chic Super Bowl pick because Philly looked great today. You know, mm-hmm. part of it was because Burks got hurt. Once Burks got hurt, you knew Tennessee was done. And also because everybody and their brother bet on Tennessee today. Right. But Philly looked, Philly did everything they needed to do. They're now the favorite because KC lost. But mm-hmm. San Fran was moving into that. Oh man, this defense, McCaffrey looks great. They got McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle healthy. Jimmy G's good enough. And then it's over in five minutes. With that said, our guy Brock was like pretty good for a third string Mr. Irrelevant rookie. I was kind of stunned by how confident he was. I thought he actually played well. Paul Heyman should bring him out, right? Our guy Brock. Brock Purdy. (laughs) Brock, the most sensational but. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's no better offense to go into, right? It would you know, to replace yeah. a hurt quarterback, right? Like it's, you know, they run the ball great. They do they scheme their receivers. You mentioned all those guys, right? Kittle, uh, Debo, Jennings out of nowhere, Ayuk. You know, they have a lot of Ayuk's weapons, good a lot of play yeah. members, right? Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's like um, like my son's in the band, right? And he plays he plays bass clarinet, and if if you're in a great band. You could just sit there and pretend to play. I'm not saying that that's what he does, but uh, I feel like that's the same with the quarterback position for the 49ers. You're not going to embarrass the team, I don't think. Now, that said, there's going to be tape on him in a week, and two weeks. I don't know how fast yeah. they can turn these videotapes around, but there will be tape on him, and he's going to make some mistakes. But yeah, he's fine. It would be like going into the World Cup without a striker and then trying to get past the knockout. Oh, no, that just happened to me. Uh, um <laughs> I got to can we do the Jimmy G thing quick. This guy weirdly has had terrible luck, right? He gets mm-hmm. drafted in the Patriots. He's going to be Tom Brady's successor. We all assume Brady, oh, he'll be done by 2016 and 17. Then Jimmy G will take over. Brady's mm-hmm. like, nope, hold my beer and just continues to play. So they finally trade him to the Niners, gets his own team with Kyle Shanahan. This is great. 
blows out his knee. Then comes yeah. back, comes comes within like, I don't know how how close was that throw that it, what did he overthrow that guy by a yard and a half? Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, if yeah, that yeah. guy catches it, he's maybe a Super Bowl hero MVP. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Then they decide, eh, Trey Lance. We, instead of using these first rounders we have to mm. beef up your contender, we're going to bring in your competition. Almost makes it again last year. And you could argue that they came within one or two plays sure. that Rams game. Yeah, if Cooper doesn't Cup happen. doesn't go nuts, which has yeah. nothing to do with him. Yeah. Now we get to the to this season. Lance gets hurt. And mm-hmm. now it's happening for him again. And then he gets hurt again. This is his right. second season-ending injury. The guy's snake bit. I, fe- I actually felt bad for him because I like him. I do too, but he's a beautiful bastard. So he's got that going for True. him. True. He'll so just have sex. Like, yeah, like we right. don't care. If John Hamm doesn't make the playoffs in our fantasy league, we're not that upset about it, right? Like, oh, this guy's got the worst luck. No. But uh, right. yeah, I don't know. Wait till he ends up on the Jets next year. And the wor- luck's going to oh, be man. worse. Well, I, I wrote down in my notes, and this is before I did all the research, what does San Francisco do? And I guess the answer is you sign Josh Johnson from Denver's practice squad. There's not <laughs> a lot of moves. Josh Johnson's been on 14 teams. I didn't even know he was still like peripherally involved in the league, but there's no moves. He's made they $8 can't... million. Dollars. I was like, oh, that's a lot. And I'm like, no, that's not a that for a football player that's been on almost all the teams. That's not a lot at all. That's minimum wage. I was thinking it would be great if if this was like our fantasy league where the night where like Monday a talking point was the Niners. I mean, they were smart. They have $69 in free agent money left. <laughs> We'll see on Wednesday night who they get. They're just putting in right. for like Josh Johnson, um, <laughs> Brian Hoyer, yeah. all of these third stringers. But it's too bad. It makes me wonder like if the trade deadline, like when our in our fantasy league, our trade deadline went until last week. So even that would have been, we wouldn't have yeah. made it. But it's too bad right. Tom Brady couldn't be like, hey, Bucks, eh, hey, yeah. just release me. We're, we're good, right? We're not going to win this year. Can you just release me and let me, Go to right. San Francisco and take over, but that just can't happen. So we're going to get Brock Purdy. That's what Brock happening. Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, which means he was the last player drafted, right, in 2021. Yep. And uh, I, I tried to get him on my pod. I tried to get him on against all odds because Harry was a huge Brock Purdy fan at Iowa State. Bet, oh, him, yeah. bet him to win the Heisman, bet Iowa State to win the Big 12. And I tried to get him on, and he said no. He said, um, Yours is the most irrelevant podcast, and I'm not going to go on. He didn't exactly say that, but by not showing up, uh, he said that. So, well, he's a devout Christian. Maybe he was offended. Oh, is that by it? Some of the oh, content. yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't want any part of us. Yeah, yeah. I did some Brock Purdy research. He's the most the most successful Mister Irrelevant of all time is Ryan Suckup. Did you know that? The oh, kicker? is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a chance to already beat Suckup. Mm-hmm. He threw for over twelve thousand yards at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, there's a stat where it's like only five quarterbacks threw for 27 touchdowns. It was like him, Fields, Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, and and who uh, Burrow. It was a good offense. Um, yeah. But going back to him in high school, and this is why I think there's gonna be a lot of stories about him this week. So he had he he was a good good like prospect. Gets mono his his junior year in high school. He's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So basically his whole junior year shot. He's not recruited at all. Senior year, he's going. Doesn't get one offer from a major college until November, hmm. which was Montana State. And then they kept winning. And they make the playoffs. He starts getting offers. By January, he has a, a walk-on offer from Alabama and some other ones. He has <laughs> Are you going to go into the electives he took in junior year? No, no, I'm almost like... done. Oh, he, okay. He gets... Yeah. <laughs> he goes from no offers to he's get Kansas, 
uh, Iowa State, Arizona State, Boise State. And then Saban mm-hmm. says, I got a scholarship for you. And right. Purdy says, no, I, I'm good with Iowa State. And he goes to Iowa State and he's there for four years, throws for 12,000 yards. But reading about this, I was like, I kind of like this guy. I wonder if this right. is going to be like a, like, could this be like a Kurt Warner type story? And that'd be a great story, right? Because Jalen Hurts, if he plays the Eagles in the playoffs or in the conference right. championship, that could have been the Alabama quarterback that Saban, that he, he passed on Saban, I guess. So this, my point is, this guy's not a stiff. Like, no, he at least had enough pedigree in high school that Saban was like, uh, here's an actual scholarship. And then he threw for a shitload of yards and he was good today. I was impressed. Yeah, you'll find like a lot of these pros were good in college and for them to be good in college, they were excellent in high school. I mean, I don't know You're how right. far, what kind of research you want to do, but yeah. Yeah, but but there's <laughs> guys that come in like Sam Ellinger where you're like, wow, that guy's just, it's not happening. <laughs> but you kind of know right away. Or yeah. like the guy at Wofford today when he had to throw the Hail Mary yeah, to the Rams guy okay. and it I'm went like, like 24 yards. You're like, ah, you know, no that chance. guy can run around, but ultimately like he doesn't really have it. This guy Purdy looks like if all he's he not going to do, bury them. Yeah, no, he won't he will bury not. that team. That's no. my point. I don't think he's no. going to bury them. So even though it's brutal for them that they lost Jimmy G, I don't, I don't know. The only thing, other thing I was thinking was Romo can't play anymore, right? <laughs> I don't think he can. He had once said years ago that it would take like a month for him to get back in shape. But so now, what does that mean? No, yeah, now he's not coming back. Phil Rivers, too long. No. Breeze. So what if Aaron Rodgers just tries to get waived like over the next week, just defends oh, wow. everyone in Wisconsin for a week. Yeah, he could do that. It's so it funny. We should, easily. you know, we cross teams off for the playoffs. We should do this for all aging quarterbacks. Like Jeff George <laughs> used to be the name we used to throw <laughs> around. So in 2017, we should have been like, Jeff George is no longer available, according to us, right? We <laughs> Eli, Eli Manning has been taken off the board. That's right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So freshman year, Brock Purdy took English one on one. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was bummed for the Niners, though, because you're watching that game. If you're a Niners fan, you're like, holy shit. Our mm-hmm. team, we have like we have like one of the best four teams. We're feeling good. Yeah. And then in the blink of an eye, all of a sudden, you weren't. Uh, lots happened today. We're going to take a quick break and then um, let's talk about Burrow. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about Five o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever. 
and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. All right, so Burrow beat Mahomes again. Mm. He was the best player of the day. So His cool, biggest, too. So cool. Like, it, not, never rattled, nothing. Never seen I got to say, that was the best quarterback performance I think I've seen this year. And the mm-hmm. stats didn't do it justice. If you watch the whole game, he was, I thought they had pressure on him the whole game. I think he only got sacked. I think he only got once. sacked like once. But he was or, doing uh, this actually like, was, uh, yeah, was sacked twice. Yeah, they they had one sack. Yep. He was doing yep. this zigzag and pressure thing where they the pocket felt like it was collapsing around him. He was just going mm-hmm. like right left. It looked like he was playing a video game, and he was always coming out of it. He was he was totally calm. His throws were great. And well, boy dropped that awesome. touch. That should have been much. That should have had much better stats because boy dropped that wide open. I mean, I haven't seen a guy wide open like that. In ages, yeah, that was right? brutal. Yeah. So. Yeah, they could add forty points in that game. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's got Mahomes on the other end, and it really looked like it was going to be a showdown. Then Kelsey just, you know, this fumble that you see that play happen yeah. what three times a year when the guys just dragging nine guys for extra yardage and they actually mm-hmm. don't call it dead, and he fumbles right. anyway. So they have that. Bucker misses a kick. I I felt like the Bengals were slightly better because they should have put the game away or at least put a put a dent in it in the first half. And that fourth and one call, oh my god, Sal, I was losing my mind. <laughs> the Joe Burrow six four, yeah. It's fourth and one. Just lean forward. He's getting a yard. He's six foot four. Play works ninety nine point nine percent of the time, and instead they run this like quick sweep handoff thing that mm-hmm. the guy gets decked for minus three. And instead of going up, they potentially either could take in the field goal or going up ten. And all of a sudden, a half hour later, the Chiefs are winning. And, and you I could like, shove the guy. You could shove him. You could have three guys shoving his his ass cheeks. Right. The, the, the running backs pa- pushing him forward. Right. Well, the Eagles have figured this out. That whatever that mm-hmm. mass rugby formation they have on those yeah. short yardage, it's like the most unstoppable thing I've ever seen. It's like this mm-hmm. massive, which by the way, somebody's going to like break their leg in one of those. And then we'll that. Yeah, I don't love it. I would rather them change the rule back. I don't want to see it is rugby. I don't want to see I don't want to see throw-ins. I don't want to see corner kicks in fo- in our football, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah, what 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 happened to it not being legal? What, that wasn't good enough. But anyway, you're right. Yes, quarterback sneak is a is a great little solution to these fourth and a half a yard. I bring it up because I thought they I thought they were a little bit better than the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bengals are really good. I felt that way before the game. Whatever I'm throwing out the first couple weeks. I think they're a legit contender. And then you think Lamar goes down. They're both eight and four. Baltimore has the advantage right now um, in the division. Yes, the tiebreakers. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah, don't because yeah. Lamar's out. Mm-hmm. So my guess is the Bengals get that three seed unless something funky happens. Chase is back. He looked great today. And I mm-hmm. think that's the third best team in the conference, don't you? I'm hoping they get a three seed because of that, right? It would be nice if the if the Chiefs got if the Bills got a one or the Chiefs got a two or reverse that if you want, and the Bengals got the three, right? Just to keep them out. I know only one team gets the bye now, but yeah, I want to see the Bengals have a home game. I want to see th- those three teams in the final four for the AFC, right? So let's get the Bengals there. So since he has Cleveland home this week, 
Tampa, at, right? At Tampa, at New England, home mm-hmm. Buffalo, home Baltimore in the last week. So that Baltimore yeah. game will decide it. Baltimore, right. no Lamar, I would guess this week. They're at Pittsburgh. Guess. I bet on Pittsburgh today, so I watched a lot of that game. Pittsburgh's decent. You know, their They're defense good. is good. They're, they have athletes on both ends. It always feels like they left some points on the table because their receivers are so scary. Pickens is mad five times a game. Mm-hmm. They can run the ball. Pickett's not awful. He's okay. He it's can fine. move around. He's fine. He's like a C plus. And I think I think Baltimore's in, we haven't got we'll do guess the lines later, but I think Baltimore will lose that game. And then since it'd be in the driver's seat, and then that'll be it. Well, they're five and I mean, there are three five and sevens. We can get into this later too. Like Pittsburgh, Detroit. Raiders. These are teams I don't want to play. I'd, I'd rather play some playoff teams than the three I just mentioned. I think I'd rather play the Bucks than any of the three I just mentioned. The, for some reason, the uh, offenses have come to life. Not as much for the Steelers, but that defense is so uh, overwhelming. But yeah, uh, Ravens are in a little bit of trouble. Let's just try not to make the mistake. If Huntley has a good game, say he's better than Lamar. I'm trying to think <laughs> of what this Lamar contract was like, though. Like this, this oh screw up of not signing. Is this like I don't know. Is this like Louis C.K. like turning down like a, a hundred million dollar Netflix picture and then like getting canceled? I, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the equivalent is. But my God, what a bad move! It's the contract year from hell. Yeah, hurts his knee. Bateman goes down for the whole year. This guy was supposed to be his number one receiver. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to get Dobbins back. Dobbins was barely Dobbins. Then he leaves again. Stanley's out. The offensive lineman's out. Yeah, loses every his other left game, tackle. Every other game. Yeah, right. Um, and then on top of it, like the Kyler thing, I think is a piece of this, right? The Cardinals like panic for whatever reason. They give Kyler that guaranteed money. That's a disaster. Russell Wilson, Denver does that. That's a disaster. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think those two hundred fifty million dollar deals are floating around the same way they were six months ago. I would be a lot more nervous about it. Not like Lamar is way more, I would say, a safer bet than Kyler. Russell yeah. had the history at least, and you could argue mm-hmm. change the scenery. But well, um, I'm trying to. I know you made fun of Dak, but he got injured. He hurt his knee, right? And he got yeah. a decent contract. Maybe, maybe had they negotiated with him earlier, it would have been better. But uh, there'll, there'll be money for Lamar. But yeah, there will. But I think the Kyler thing screwed it up. It's a little like mm-hmm. what happened in the NBA when the Gobert trade, Utah. Minnesota overpaid for Gobert to the point that when Durant asked to be traded, the Nets were like, well, the market's been established with the Rudy Gobert trade. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the league was like, no, it hasn't. We're not trading right. that. You're not getting that for Kevin Durant. He wants to leave. That's not happening. That trade that trade was insane. That trade's never happening again. Mm-hmm. And I think the Kyler thing, that that contract is never happening again. Well, that, that contract's going to kill their franchise for three years. Same for the Wilson one. I think you're right, but what if the Haslam's by the Ravens? I mean, there only takes one crazy owner, right, to give stupid money when it's not warranted. But I know what mm. you're saying. Ravens are pretty disciplined, though. Yeah, it's true. I don't think that. I mean, look at how they handled it heading into the season. Everyone's like, "Well, they're they're going to take care of them. They're not going to let this hang right. over the season." The Ravens were like, "Watch this. We're letting mm-hmm. it hang over the season." Um, with the uh, with the with the back to the Bengals for a second. Burrow was 25 for 31 for 286. Mm-hmm. He was 11 for 46 rushing. And then had this one crazy keeper thing where like three guys had hits on him that seemed like it was going to be the end yeah. of the season for him. He survived that. Um, they got 26 first downs. And I don't know. I, I, 
I have them with Buffalo and KC now as the top three in the AFC. And mm. I don't know what my order is yet because we don't know how healthy Allen is. I still think KC is the safest pick if I'm taking one three. But I, I think Cincy is back in that mix, especially uh, at eight and four. But you were mentioning um, some of the Buffalo's teams. back being the they're buff they're the one seed now, right? Buffalo's like, the one seed. So Miami right now lost. goes so the yeah. Yeah, it goes Buffalo, KC, Baltimore, Tennessee would be our one through four. Mm-hmm. Cincy and Miami are the top wild cards. And that they're both eight and four. And then it goes Jets, seven and five. Pats, Chargers, six and six. Vegas, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, five and seven. I had the same thought you did about the Raiders because I bet on them today too. The Raiders are are, are pretty good. Like they're, so they're well coached. All the shit McDaniels took, even on this podcast, like mm-hmm. that team is well coached. They know who they are. They have a little bit of a pass rush. Jacobs is running out of his mind. Adams, did you see that Adams catch? It drives when, me nuts. Uh, it's, it's great. The one-handed one where he's flying out of bounds. Like, yeah, because there was a lot of, it was Chargers Raiders. There's a lot of shit being talked on both sides. Right. And Adams catches his big third down one-handed right in front of the Chargers bench. Mm-hmm. And he just like Denzel and man on fires it. Just like, just slow walks it back while staring down their sideline. Like, I don't know, man. The the Raiders could get to ten and seven. I was looking at it. It's not nah, the last two are tough. I, I know what you're saying. They're they're at the Rams, which whatever. That's a home game. Patriots, and then the at the Steelers. They could win those, right? But. So that gets them that gets them to eight and seven. Eight and seven. Then they have San Francisco, which is now Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. and that's home. I mean, that's you can't tell me they can't beat Brock Purdy at home. And then the, they'll be. And then KC last Maybe. week of the season, and KC could be. You yeah. might, they might have the two seed. I locked just hate up. it because you know I had them to win the AFC West, and then I know, they lost you might all be right. those games. They, no, but I'm, I, I backed off it. They lost seven of their first nine. I'm like, I'm not betting any them anymore. And they beat the Broncos, they beat the Seahawks, and they beat the Chargers. So yeah, as soon as I get back on, they'll screw me. That's a Thursday game, right at the Rams. Well, I had a couple of questions for you off this. One is that could we see Baltimore not make the playoffs? Because hmm. Baltimore's eight and four, and they've had some really, really dubious wins, including the one today that was a, a pulling it out of their colon. And Denver had 19 chances to put that game away and then missed a 63 yarder at altitude that I thought they were going to make. Mm-hmm. But Baltimore's got at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland next to Atlanta and Pittsburgh at home. You figure mm-hmm. they'll split the Pittsburghs. And then they're at Cincinnati the last week. But what if? I don't know. What if there's like a three-way tie of 10 and seven? What if they go one and four the rest of the way? I don't, I'm not locking them in the playoffs yet. It's gotten to a point where they're, there's no game they're definitely going to win, right? There's I no, don't think if so. They, if they couldn't put this one away, and I know Lamar got hurt, and you know Denver scores no points, but we saw them blow four double-digit leads or two-score leads in the second half. So you can't say there's any single game on their schedule right. that uh, that's a definite win. And the other one who's definitely not a playoff team and I think people have them mentally in there, but they're not, is Miami. Miami's mm-hmm. eight and four. Chargers this week, that's a that's a loser leaves town match for the Chargers, right? They lose that, it's over. Because yep. they've lost to everybody in the AFC. That was the flex game to Sunday, yep. right? So, all right. So they got at Chargers, at Buffalo. Home mm-hmm. Green Bay is the one easy one. At New England, so they'd have to beat New England a second time. And that was probably a loser leaves town match for New England. And then Jets last week. And it does feel like I if I had to pick between the Jets and Miami right now, I think I'd take the Jets. Whoa, easy fella. Really? I, I thought the Jets, I, that was a brutal loss today. And I, 
but I thought they were a better team than Minnesota. And I thought they left the game on the table. They had weird play calls. They were in the red zone. We didn't see their punter for the last two plus hours of that game. The last time he punted was like the five minute mark of the second quarter. They're moving the ball down. Garrett Wilson was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense was hitting the shit out of Cousins. And eventually I thought he got a little psyched out. I just thought they outplayed Minnesota. And, but he threw, uh, and unfortunately they have Jefferson. I just don't trust Mike White. I don't, I don't know. I, I get it. Uh, the excitement and everything. And you bet $15 on their defense and every... Zonovan, that didn't work out for me today. Zonovan, whatever they got going, you go. But well, but who do you think I, was going to win with six minutes left? I had the Vikings. I thought they were going to hold on. I had them. Did you? Know, they they took their foot off the gas. Yeah, actually, one of my few winning bets. But he threw fifty seven times, Mike White. You know, and um, I don't know. He's picked twice. Like this secondary, you saw what they do. They make average, below average quarterbacks look good. Your guy threw all over him on Thanksgiving. I know. So. Um, I don't like. I, don't I thought that. that was a good Jets loss. That yeah. was, it was a Jetsy, it was a Jetsy Jets performance, right? It, where they lose, but their fans are like weirdly enthused, and they shouldn't be. But they have a lot of good players. I, Garrett Wilson is as good as any receiver I'm watching. Um, yeah, week to week now, except for Jefferson and he's solid. Know, he looks like a, like a, a fourth year pro. He really does. Yeah, out there. he's awesome. Um, so the Jets have at Buffalo this week, Detroit, Jacksonville, at Seattle, at Miami. Mm-hmm. I think they get to 10 wins, which will get them in. And well, the Pats talk- fall off. Yeah. Right? We, the ta- Pats we are talked about this at lunch. Uh, you and I went to On lunch. On Friday, yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was staring at my pizza, but I was, uh, I was paying attention. I said the Jets and Giants were both even odds to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs, whatever you, whatever you want to do. And then we said the Jets, that schedule... Now they'll they're a team that's going to win these games, right? They'll beat the Jaguars and yeah, and maybe at the Seahawks and maybe at the Dolphins in a game that they might not need. But yeah, so they they're going to have ten. They're going to get to ten, I think. Pittsburgh five and seven. They'd have to beat Baltimore twice. Mm-hmm. They'd have to beat Vegas at home. It's it's not unbelievable, but probably they're probably a nine and eight team. On the uh, on the NFC side. We basically have five playoff teams and then two spots for the Giants seven four and one, Seattle seven and five, and Washington seven five one. This so tie was the think, dumbest game of the day. But do you think that was? I don't want to say that was strategy for Ron Rivera. I, I, I'm not sure who to be mad at more about the tie. Like the both both fan bases seemed uh, like devastated, but I feel like Washington was like, "Hey, we have a bye, then we play this team again, and we're going to beat them at home, and that'll be it. Then they'll be done." Right, I mean, why I is don't Ron know. Rivera what, what did running you, what did on people, third and ten? I know, but what did people want them to do in that game? Like at, at that point, you're not going to win, so you can at least get like a half win. Listen, I hated it. I had I had a parlay with Washington just to win with yeah. the adjusted under of fifty two, and I thought I was home free. They're first down, overtime. They're on the Giants forty three. Brian Robinson, every time they gave him the ball, would rush for six yards. And mm-hmm. somehow he gets stuffed. He gets stuffed again. One yard pass. All of a sudden, they're punting. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> this game was yeah. over. Thibodeau was awesome today. I thought I thought he, he was, was very omnipresent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The fact that that guy fell to fifth was rough. And and then Martindale just, do, just cues up these blitzes. And if you're going to like run or do those short passes against them, that was why they. I thought they found their groove in the fourth quarter. They started like flinging yeah. the ball and then throwing yeah, it over I, the blitz. I think Dable should get a little shit for this game, right? They took their foot yeah. off the gas. They were up they twenty did. to thirteen with the ball, and they they were you know they gave Heineke. 
it's kind of weird. It's like, all right, listen, I'm not very good for most of this game, but I'm going to I'm gonna make things interesting towards the end if you keep us yeah. in there. And he kind of did, right? Two touchdowns on two, 275 yards. But then they gave, but then they really, uh, so you don't think they should have, like on third and 10, they run, right? And it's fourth and five. No, and you got like to chew clock because the really? Giants, Giants stupidly called their second time out. So you chew clock, you chew 40 seconds, you're basically guaranteeing the tie. Which no, is I get you're guaranteeing it. But all right, so even on fourth and five, they're in punt formation and they call a timeout. Like get to the line. If you're going to call that timeout and you're going to eventually punt, get yeah, hard count to, it. the hard count. Yeah. It's so nobody does it anymore. Drives me nuts. Um, I was, it was interesting betting against Danny Dimes today. It's, he just like, takes semi- off. They have he's such semi- a weird offensive uh, yeah, game plan, that team. He's semi-scary to go against. I can't explain mm-hmm. it. And I was like, is this guy kind of better than maybe I wanted to admit? I felt like when he would roll out on those design rollouts, mm-hmm. I always felt like he was going to just beat the first guy and get five yards. I went and looked at it. So right now he has, so he's rushed for 522 yards this year already. What was his major Let, in high school? <laughs> 11 <laughs> touchdown passes, four interceptions, two fumbles. So he's only had six yeah. turnovers, right? If we right. went in the season and I said, the Giants are going to be seven, four, and one in 12 games. And, and oh, yeah. Daniel Jones is going to have six turnovers. You would have been like, what? No way. Right. Um, he's thrown for 23.65. So I was like, all right, he's on pace to throw for 3,000 yards. And mm-hmm. rush for seven hundred. How many guys have done this ever? And the answer is eight. Really? Cam, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, RG three, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, um, Russell Wilson, and Randall Michael Cunningham. Vick? That's it. No, not no, Michael. No, no Michael Vick. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, at least according to Pro Football Reference. Well, the problem is they were seven and two. I know they're seven four and one, but they're seven yeah. and two, and it's like uh, I don't know. It's basically a loss that this last game. Well, he's remember that Alex Smith. A couple teams tried to do this with them, where mm-hmm. don't don't hurt us, run the ball, use your legs, and you know I think the problem for them is they just keep getting injuries. You know they're like they've been a mash unit for a month. Right. But one of those teams. So if you look at how it's going to play out potentially, where with the two seven right now would be Minnesota, Seattle, the three six would be Niners, Giants, and the four five would be Tampa, Dallas. Any uh, scenario you're playing Tampa, which is yeah. great for you. Yeah, great. But <laughs> lose again. Yeah. But San Francisco in that three spot, and they're pretty much locked in there now, right? They're two games behind Minnesota. They're two and a half games ahead of Tampa. So mm-hmm. they can really kind of cruise to the three seed. But that the Giants the or Giants. Washington is going to be you know, one of those two teams going to be looming. And it's just going to be this ugly game where you have Brock Purdy and like a you know, 16 to 13, 19 to 13 type game. The Giants yeah, can but beat they will, that team. They'll crush that those receivers. Look at these pass catchers. Darius Slayton, who I think is has the second most drops or something in the mm. league. Uh, Isaiah Hodgson's, Daniel Bellinger, Richie James. Like, yeah. th- these are the, this is the guys. Like, imagine against the 49ers defense. I know one game is, you know, anything could happen. But, Lord, they're going to have to move the ball with those guys. When Warner got that pick, that whole defense moves like they're like uh, one of the gangs yeah. from the Warriors or something. They all move to the sideline and they, it was just like, ooh, yeah, these right. guys, this is a tough looking team. The uh, the AFC right now would be KC and the Jets. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun game. That's fun. Yep. Baltimore, Miami, and then Tennessee, Cincinnati would be the 4-5. So mm-hmm. my Tennessee. guesses would be, 
I was trying to guess. I think it would be Buffalo Jets as the two seven, Cincy Baltimore three six, Tennessee Miami four five. And if we got those three, I think that would be pretty fun. You're giving KC the one seed. You said. I think I I would bet on KC as the one seed huh. if if I had to. What would you do? I don't know, man. I was impressed with you. I, I loved your Patriots Thursday night. I was like, this is it. In fact, I don't know. I, my narrative this week is some of these coaches have to have these games circled on the calendar. Your guy against the Bills because of the, uh, the thrashing they gave him in January. I thought stupidly that Houston would have the Cleveland game circled. I thought Kansas City would have the Cincinnati game circled since they beat him twice last year. I thought right. you know, Eberflus would have the Green Bay with all the we own you stuff. With Aaron, Now you have a, a right. gimpy Aaron Rodgers coming coming down all of that they all lost every single one of those like not none of not one could avenge any of those losses so weird yeah for the pats it wasn't a kitchen sink game it was like a clogged toilet game yeah i don't i i, I just i agreed with mac and all those guys like they have no von miller secondaries banged up and but they're fast and all we're doing is helping them out by these little dump passes and sweeps it's like here yeah. all right let's keep running the one thing that they know they can stop why aren't we challenging them downfield? Try to get some PIs. All these other teams try to do it. I, I didn't yeah. get it. Uh, the plots that we have left before we go to the break, we have uh, Buffalo versus KC for the one seed, mm-hmm. Balt versus Cincy for that division, the Jets versus the field for seven seed, mm-hmm. Giants, Washington, Seattle, you can only have two, NFC South, whatever the fuck's going to happen that. And today, Atlanta loses. So if the New Orleans beats Tampa tomorrow, it's officially a giant clusterfuck as we predicted. Right. Philly versus Minnesota for the one seed. And then the only other thing I had is like, I, it does seem like Baltimore or Miami will miss the playoffs just hmm. because the history of December, the last four weeks, there's always one team that tanks. Right? right. We're like, whoa, just three weeks ago, they yeah, were true. in the driver's seat. Now they're playing for their lives. So I, that would be my pick, one of those two teams. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't want to give... I don't want to lay on Miami too much because they played the best defense in football and they scored. Yeah, their first. tackles were hurt. No, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, when, when the, I mean, his stats too was going to look so much better than they were, right? The two long touchdowns. Oof. How many I, receivers I did he miss? Really bad. I mean, at least 10, turnovers. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was no good. But again, I, I maybe you get a pass if you play that 49ers team. It was pretty, when they, when they announced that both tackles were in trouble, that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the today we had the AJ Brown revenge game. Yeah. We had the Malik Hooker revenge game in your game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had the Brock Purdy uh, God was always on my side game, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, we also had let's talk about Deshaun and then we'll go to break. Um he was He's great. Awful. He was good. Uh, apologize to the Browns. It was a great signing. Took care of business, 27-14, the double-digit win. What can you he, say? Yeah, he put up 27 points. Oh, no, wait a second. Who scored those points? He was so awful. bad. Yeah. He Ball was for so 22, bad. 131, one interception, and just his timing was off all over the place. He was throwing ah. grounders left and right. They weren't running him. And Houston, you know, Lovey Smith versus Stefanski was kind of an underrated checkers match. There was mm-hmm. some really dumb shit going on. Like the the Browns ran for a safety at run point. Uh, Chubb, they just ran into the center's back and fell down, and that was it. Um, but the the Texans are just so bad. It's do you know how hard it is to cover eight and a half goddamn points without scoring an offensive touchdown? You know how difficult it is. I'm so mad. Why did I have so much money on them? If they beat play anyone else, they lose that game by 21. The Browns. 
Who did you have money on? I had the Texans. <laughs> I'm just oh, no. addicted to betting bad teams. Yeah, that was one of my oh, circles. My I mean, get up for that game. Lovey. Come on. Well, then the other one was the Rams almost beat the Seahawks. Right. And it started to feel like they might. Gino made a couple throws in traffic that each mm-hmm. one felt like it was a pick, but then his guy ended up catching it and then they went down and scored. Maybe but that's the team that goes away. Are you counting that could them? Be the they, team. Uh, are yeah, they I'm good enough them. even to, to just put in that category? Yeah, because it's it's two of Giants, Washington, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I think that tie was actually really bad for Seattle. Right. Because I mean, now there's a roadmap for those two teams could both go 10-5 and 1. Or, I'm sorry, 10-6 uh, and 1. And Seattle yep. goes 10-7 and seven, and then they don't make it. Right. And they have the 49ers, Chiefs, and Jets in that within the five left. So, yeah. Interesting. Right. Let's take a break. We'll do the uh, Week 14 Guess the Lines. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. If you're anything like me during a busy day at work, I need lunch that is just as fresh as it is delicious and easy. And the all new Cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell is exactly that. Made with high quality ingredients like seasoned slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, shredded purple cabbage, and avocado verde salsa sauce. The new Cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. This episode is brought to you by Peloton. Spring, the best time of the year to dial your fitness routine up a notch. You know it's going to happen. It's going to get warm. You're going to start wearing shorts. You're going to start wearing bathing suits. You're just You're not going to be able to cover up behind those big coats anymore. Also, it's nice outside. Get outside. Do stuff. Or if you don't have time to get outside, I got Peloton for you. Whether you have five or 60 minutes, Peloton's workouts were made to challenge you. Classes like boot camps, full body strength, boxing, marathon training are created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in and you won't feel bad about not being outside. Peloton's expert coaches, challenging classes, and nonstop vibes will keep you coming back for more. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, guess the lines. We have six buy teams this week. Yeah, what is that? It should never be more than six. Yeah, I think it should never be more. I want them to give us a chance to do the schedule one year. Can you block out like four months? You and I just sit in uh, like a shakies and work, and we do the schedule for every team. I just think they should call us when it's stuff like, "Hey, do you guys think it makes sense if we had six bye weeks in week (laughs) fourteen? It's like, okay, that's a terrible idea. Well, how many did you have in week thirteen? Um, two. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, have six then the following year. Wait. Why don't you just go four and four, Stupid. you morons? Mm-hmm. So it wreaks havoc with fantasy because, of course, this is the last right. fucking fantasy week before the playoffs. Exactly. Um, Although so Atlanta, teams, Green Bay, Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indy, Indy, you're doing okay. New Orleans, Washington. It's not a bad six in terms of fantasy. Yeah, you're right. That's fair. Off. Thursday night, the Rams... I think the Rams are on TV the rest of the way, which is hilarious, unless they can get flexed. Um, oh, really? Thursday night, Rams, Raiders. It's in LA. It's going to be a <laughs> lot of Raiders fans. The Rams are awful. Aaron Donald's not going to play. Stafford's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Cup's nowhere to be seen. That I I don't the Raider the Rams guys that were making plays today. I was stupefied. Cam Akers, mm-hmm. who they tried to wave for like a month. Yeah. Van Jefferson. 
I, I just, it makes no sense how they're moving the ball at all. But and you McVay still have Jalen Ramsey screaming at guys, almost right. getting personal fouls, but yeah. McVay was really into the game. It felt like mm-hmm. it was like his Super Bowl. Um, I think he I would like, like the, to be Carroll. I don't think he likes losing to Carroll, but yeah, probably. it's uh, out of his hands at this point. I have the uh, Raiders by four. All right, I get this. I said six. It's five and a half. Hmm. This is it. Now, right now, everybody takes the Raiders on a teaser and they're going to lose money going into the week. It's going to be very sad. I'm going to be one of them. (laughs) Sunday marquee, would you have Bill's Jets in this spot or would you have Eagles Giants? Um, I don't want to give away. Well, I'm just saying, what's a better better game? I had Bill's Jets. Jets. I I didn't know if I was going rogue. Yeah. This is in Buffalo. There might, be the another, is, there might be another one in there uh, out of the three, but I say Minnesota Detroit's pretty good too. But go ahead. I had that. I had that next group. All right. Jets beat the Bills already. We thought mm-hmm. it was a huge fluke and a giant upset. And then it kind of turned out like, no, nah, actually the Jets might be all right. And yeah. now I think this is Bills by seven and a half. I get you here too. I said eight, it's nine and a half. That's here we go. Nice. Come on. Here we go. Come on now. What are our records, by the way? Uh, don't worry about that. We're, I would have said it in the beginning, but now we're too far into. Recall. Okay. You're six, three, and four. Six wins, three losses, four ties. You're a little closer than I realized. I'm going to grab you this week. You're like the it. Raiders. You're just kind of lingering. <laughs> the watchables, we got three. Mention the first one. Eagles, Eagles, Giants. It's in New Jersey. Yep. I feel like I've lost money on the Eagles at least four times this year. Like somehow. Really? Betting against them? Yeah, yeah. Somehow it's like I had the Titans today. It's like, oh no, this is the week that and it's no, this is I, actually I, isn't uh, the week. My whole staff, we put out a chart. Everybody had the the Titans over the best team in the NFC. And and, and yeah. then I, I'm talking to you and, and House and like everybody's got I, it's it's a weird thing. I think it's like when you show up to a wedding. Like I don't understand when women are like, "Oh man, she wore the same thing as me as the wedding at the wedding." And I'm like, "Oh, who cares?" And like this is how I feel with the bet. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Simmons and I can't both be on the Titans. They're gonna lose. I know. Well, part of my theory was that everybody would be on the Eagles after how good they looked last week, but it was the opposite. Right. right Everyone exactly. zagged, so it's kind yeah. of ruined my thing. I still, I know this is crazy. <laughs> Burks catch, catches that touchdown and basically gets knocked out. Yeah, and that was it. Like I, because I really felt like they needed Burks in this game, and I thought it was gonna be a higher scoring game. Once they lost him, what are they? They're not gonna move the ball without. Where Burks. is this Derrick Henry? It's too cold to tackle him. Why don't we start? We're in December now. Let's get I it know. going. Eleven for thirty. I have the Eagles by four and a half at the Giants. Oh, you went low here. I said seven and a half. It's six and a half. Man, I'm two points off all of these. Hmm. I got some bad ones coming up. Next one's Vikings-Lions. It's in Detroit. You know, I was so proud of myself for staying away from the Jaguars today. <laughs> Good. The I'm Jaguars were just, you know, they they unbuttoned their top blouse, top button in their blouse, and were just like, <laughs> did you see me last week? Right. They're like, yeah, you look great. And then you, <laughs> and all of a sudden you bet Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence on the road. I think um, Trevor Lawrence, if you're making the blouse, he officially needs a haircut if you're making that analogy. Yeah, it's fair, fair. Exactly. fair. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's these sucker bets for these, and it's been all year. These, they, yeah. there's like ten teams in there that if they've just won the last week, don't bet them the next week. Mm-hmm. 
I have uh, the Vikings at Detroit. I really thought about making Detroit favorite in this game because I don't think the odds makers like Minnesota, but I did uh, Vikings by one and a half. No, you get it. I said three. I thought it'd be a full three, but they don't give them any respect for a 10 and two team. It's plus one. Detroit is uh, a one point underdog. So you get it. Okay. I have one more watchable, Sal. You're going to laugh. Seahawks hosting the Panthers. Hmm. You love this Panthers team. I like I like this game. Love I love it. I think this is going to be a fun game. I like mm-hmm. watching the Seahawks. I enjoy them every week. Good. I think the Panthers with rejuvenated Sam Darnold playing for their playoff lives, a game, maybe a game out in the NFC South. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch this game. Probably have some money on it. It's in Seattle, and I think Seattle is going to be favored by six and a half. Uh, do we split this? Yeah, I said five and a half. It's six. Mm. Kenneth Walker. There was a weird thing with you. Don't see running backs yelling at quarterbacks, right? Do you see that? K yeah, K uh, nine, and then he was yeah. out of the game. That was strange. Maybe the Seattle's. A, maybe they are the free fall team. It's a concern. I was with driving. Yeah. I snuck off to go to cryo with with Zoe during the late oh games god. for a half oh hour. Oh my god! I, well, I, I'll explain why they're in parent corner. Where's the no. leave meeting button? Where's no, no, no. The leave meeting. Parent <laughs> in parent corner will make sense. Um, but I was listening to the Seahawks on Sirius. Now they have all the local broadcasters. So I put on the Seahawks thing because I wanted to hear the mm-hmm. Seahawks game because I had them in tease and they had no running backs left that that guy, Tony Jones gets hurt. He got kind of yeah. knocked out and and the announcer's like, Oh, we don't have any running backs left. <laughs> and the other guy's like, I don't think we do. And I think they had forgotten that DJ Dallas was still on the team. Right. But he was like, he better come back. That's our last running back. And I'm like, <laughs> I have the Seahawks in a tease. They ran out of running backs. <laughs> what happened? Um, Cam Akers has scored two touchdowns on you. Don't worry about having a decent right. running back. Right. So I don't know what happens. They, what did they say with Walker? Does he play next week? I think so. I don't. I don't know what it didn't seem. Um, it was. It didn't seem hmm. season threatening. All right, fairly watchable. I got five. Bengals home for Deshaun and the Browns. Mm-hmm. This is a absolute teaser. No. Well, I don't, I can't give it away. I mean, I know what you're uh, saying. Well, I had Bengals by eight. Oh, good. All right, I said seven. It's four and a half. Oh, come on. What? I know. That's Oh, ugly. my God. That's really that ugly. Tonight. But we're all Joe Burrowed, right? We're all smoking cigars with Joe Burrow. But is this the Miles Garrett three sacks, two strip sacks, fumbled game? I don't know. I do worry a little bit. Not because of Deshaun, but. That's stupid. Did they, play, they played this year, right? They definitely played. Right? Yeah. Let me see. The Bengals are going to run all over them. They, this is, Bengals won 32-13, obviously. No. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, no. This was the uh, Halloween game. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. Throw that out. Oh. It's yeah. Thursday night. Their coach had died the day before. Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are we going to do? We're going to well, bet I like Cincinnati. The, I like the Bengals, Bengals even more now. I think uh, the Browns stink. Next one, Tennessee home for the Jags. I would say this is a loser leaves town match for the Jags, but they already packed and they're gone and they didn't even leave a security deposit. <laughs> they're it. done. So long. <laughs> they left so the long, Jags. All right. 
Titans seven and five. I have their over under. I think I bet it. It was eight and a half. Mm-hmm. And I thought that there was no way in hell that I, that would still be alive for me. You're nervous. Oh, you, yeah. No, you got it. No, that. I mean, I would have thought the Titans were going to get to nine wins, right? Yeah, you still have you still have the Texans. But I bet the, the I bet the, the under. Jags twice. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Am I? Well, they're going to beat the know. Texans. They're home for the Texans. They have the Jags twice. And yeah, I guess I'm done. At the right, Chargers. Done. Uh, I don't know. It might be close. You might, it might, you might be able to hedge the last week. I just want to get to the hedge the last week and then screw up the hedge. That's my goal. <laughs> I'll help you. That's yeah. why I'm here. Sal, what do I do? Do this. All right, I'll do the opposite. Um, I have Titans favored by five and a half at home against the Jets. It should have been, right? I yeah. said five. It's three and a half. Oh, man, you're killing I'm me this you. week. I'm beating you here. It's 6-2 now. Jesus. You better figure something out quickly. But that's low. Well, that's, is there a line for this Pittsburgh-Baltimore game? There is. Okay. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. I continue to like this yep. Pittsburgh team. Two wins in the last six days. And I have Pittsburgh favored by two and a half over the Ravens. Let me just make sure they didn't pull it or didn't do anything stupid here. Uh, okay. No, it is a pick em, And I said plus one. Oh, you hit that one too. I got that one too. Pick them. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> so, two pickums a got. year. Love you, like, We lose. never have pickums. What the hell? <laughs> they don't yeah. know what to think of this. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't Huntley be better than Pickett? Really, honestly, though, right? Huntley's Played one of those guys who can look good season. on a drive, but when you watch him for two hours, he's pretty limited. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, what are we betting with the Ravens if we bet? Like when they go schoolyard Kyler with him, like in three minutes left, he looks better. But when he actually has Mm -hmm. to run an offense, it's it's a little dicey. Yeah, the Broncos might be the only team he could beat at this point. Well, we have them coming up next. They're hosting the Chiefs in Denver. Mm -hmm. And this is just the classic give you the hook to make you think about it. Chiefs by seven and a half. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you got it closer than I did. Uh, I said ten and a half. It's eight and a half. You get it. Well, we got a that. I mean, that's a teaser. That's a teaser game. The Broncos are so bad this year that even when they cut into them in the red zone, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, let's go to the Denver where it's fourth and one for the Broncos. And then it's like a hard count followed by a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> and to Scott Hanson or whoever is like, ah, let's go to Jacksonville. Um, yeah. I actually can't think every fun in the red zone. Every team should have their own red zone. It's not fair that it's the 20-yard line and in for the De- Denver red zone should be if they pass their own 37. It should be, yeah, it should right? be midfield. Yeah. It's like things are happening. It's Broncos. <laughs> they're, they're in field goal range at altitude. Yeah, right. Uh, 49ers are home for the Bucks. Our guy Brock Purdy. Well, it's way off here. Way off. You, you could If you don't steal this one, you don't have a chance. I Well, it can't be higher than three and a half, so I'm going to say... Th- 49ers by three and a half. All right. Well, you still get it. And you were off three points. It's six and a half. I said three. Six and oh, a God. half. Brock Purdy against Tom Brady. Six <laughs> and a Bra- half. The league does is Brock drunk. Purdy need a nickname? Do we, what do we call him? BP? <laughs> the Purdster? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't Brock know Purdy. if he's earned a, a, a nickname. I'm in. I'm, I'm getting is Warner it, vibes, man. Is it's it Mr. Irrelevant like all over again? <laughs> yeah, he's Mr. Relevant. Maybe that's who he is. Now he's yeah. Mr. Relevant. <laughs> Six and a half against Tom Brady. 
Mr. Come Relevant on. taking on, and they'll be like, Tom Brady, you know, once upon a time, he was a six pick. Yeah. He was almost, or six rounder. All right, Poop Fecta. I have to hit these last three. Only one Poop Fecta game that involves your team. The Dallas Cowboys. I might home. get there. I didn't do well on these last three, so go ahead. Yeah. Dallas at home against the Texans. This is the worst rivalry that should be a good rivalry, right? <laughs> yeah. Houston versus Dallas in football should be this amazing, bad blood, Jerry Jones trading insults with the owner every year and all this stuff. I remember nope. losing a lot of money on the first game was Sunday night in Houston. Their their first franchise game ever, Houston. You know, when they came back to Houston. And the Cowboys were only giving six. It was a Sunday night. And I was like, oh boy, how much the uh, I asked the wife, how much do we have in the in the checking account? And she lied to me, and I, I bet it all on the Cowboys, and they lost on the mm. field. And uh, mm. she was wise to lie. But yeah, you're right. Other than that, should be a better rivalry. I have Cowboys by 14. Mm. You get it. I said 16 and a half. It's 14 and a half. Mm. They just won 54-19. What are they going to do to Kyle Allen or whatever, whoever's back there? Come on. Sunday night, Dolphins-Chargers. Yeah. Probably not a loser-leaves-town match for the Chargers because I still feel like 10-7 and can get there. But, man, there's just something missing with that team. And maybe it's because they just never seem to have everyone healthy. Like, no Mike Williams today. Mm. They've had injuries on the offensive line. They're always missing, like, three guys. But they don't have that mojo that they had where I feel like Herbert, oh, Herbert's going to pull one out. It's like the opposite. Now you're waiting for him to screw up in some way or there's bad yeah. omens with them or, oh, that, look, oh, here's the missed field goal. There, we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think they have it this year. It's interesting. Um, the last two weeks, they played teams a lot like themselves, right? They played Arizona. <laughs> Mary, like, oh, how do we figure yeah. out this game? Same thing with the Raiders. Yeah. I think the Dolphins are favored in this game. And I actually think there's going to be a lot of Miami fans at this game. I know we say that every time there's an LA home game, but oh, sure. uh, there's like a weird amount of Miami fans here. We know if, a couple of them. Uh, if the amount is 11, it's going to be more than Chargers <laughs> fans. It's, it's not <laughs> right. weird, no such thing as a weird amount anymore. <laughs> yeah. I have the Dolphins favored by two and a half. Wow. This is going to suck. I'm going to blow a big lead here. I said three and a half. Because that's yeah. what it should be. It's it's one and a half. Oof. So it's now seven six, and you could tie me. Monday night. Cardinals yep. hosting the New England Patriots. This game is in Guatemala, you know, right? No. It's a good, no, no, <laughs> this no, game's in Hungary. That's it. They moved it to Qatar. You know, yeah. I think Arizona's going to be favored. And we've seen this line all season for some reason. And I don't remember ever seeing it as much as we've seen it this year. And I think we're going to see it again. Cardinals by two and a half. I pulled it Good out. Butt. I said pick them because I was getting a headache. And I know you don't like pick them's. Your Patriots are favored by one. Oh, come on. Really? Why? My Why team's Arizona favored? Win? That's it. That's ridiculous. You're in the playoff hunt. You're six and six. My team stinks. In the better conference. See my team? My team, my team has our 23-year-old quarterback screaming at our defensive coordinator, who's not our defensive coordinator because he's our fucking offensive coordinator. All right, but with 10 days rest, can he win? I mean, come on. Although Arizona was off, right? Oh, interesting. 
Anyway, six four four. I'll take it. Let me tell you something. We haven't beaten a team that has a quarterback that can run around all season. And even though it's the Cardinals, and they're a mess. Yeah. Fields, mm-hmm. Lamar, Josh Allen mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. Pick more running. Like if we played the Giants, Danny Dimes would rush for like 180 yards on us. Wow. I like your team here. There was a good piece uh, in the Boston Globe about the Pats. I think Ben Volan wrote it about how the Pats went against something that they never did for 20 years was they went for quick fix shit with that free agency spend from two years ago when they splurged on all those receivers and tight ends. And now we, we throw for five yards of pass, but like it was Belichick, like the pandemic, he kind of lost it. We went Mm -hmm. down this weird direction and now we have this weird team that doesn't make sense with slow linebackers. And, um, I don't know. I'm just looking. Have you lost three games in a row? Um, I think it's going to happen. You've not lost three games in a row. Uh, I I don't think ever because it didn't happen last year. No, with Cam Newton, I think we did. The Cam year. Everyone forgets about. You did? What year was that? We we had a bad record that year. Yeah, we didn't have a good record that year. That's right. That's right. All right. But it's been a while. Uh, You know, Kyle texted me on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. He said... uh, I finally lost faith in Mac Jones. Really? Yeah. Kyle, you said that? Yeah, he did. Kyle, you said it. He was drunk, though. He didn't mean it. I don't know if he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he might be drunk right now. He doesn't want to come on now. I think <laughs> I think Parent Corner could be about how Kyle and his dad <laughs> okay. went to the frolic room today. It's Uh-oh. A, yeah. That's what I was the word in the street. All right, you beat me. So now you're two games back. I'm excited. Six form. That's how it should be. Come on. You know, Down the stretch the, here. These bye weeks with less games are always an advantage for the weaker team. Right. Less games, more variance. I think I got Um, you distracted. You're watching NBA, of course, as usual. You're pretending to be into soccer. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on. That's why. How much soccer did you watch over the weekend? I'm watching all of it. But what I'm not doing is pretending to be an expert. Like I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm proud of them and whatever. And but uh, I'm not gonna go crazy. You, you get in there. I know you, you, you watch your daughter's team and everything, but you don't know anything about this team, this men's team. You don't watch them. I watch them. I watch their qualifiers. I know their team. Oh, I get on. mad about things like why isn't Yedlin playing and shit like that. Our wingmen are unbalanced, and it's leading to <laughs> I don't understand, but the substitutions are making me crazy. You don't have to Listen, be smart about everything. You know basketball and football. That's good. Well, I know things like Aronson should play more. <laughs> be like if, if Dallas was like, "Where's CD Lamb? Oh, they're not going to bring him until bring him in until halfway through the third quarter." You'd be like, "That's weird." Do you really watch this now? team? You watch this yeah, team? Yeah, like, Aronson's in- good. Aronson, Reina. I don't know if he was actually hurt or not. There's like conflicting reports, but it All just right. never felt like we were playing our best guys together. You could be saying anything now. Look, I bet the zero zeros. I'm just strictly looking at numbers here. I'm not pretending to be an expert, but zero zero first half was really good last week to me. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have survived football otherwise. Here's what you need to know about soccer. You need somebody okay. who can put goals in the net. Oh, okay. You watch these other teams <laughs> and it's like, oh, Mbappe looks pretty good. He has he had a shot from 25 yards. He just put it in. I feel None like he's guys a cherry picker. That. I feel like he's a cherry picker. You don't Mbappe. like Mbappe? No, he's fine. I just feel like as, as on sides as you can be without being off sides, that's what he is. But that's just from watching him. 
Can you say cherry picker? We're we gonna find out. That's uh, that's <laughs> that was canceled. Of, like, no, that's yes. getting canceled in twenty twenty five. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, so people who are allergic yeah. to cherries are offended right. to the, the word cherry, cherry pickers. pickers. Were really, uh, yeah, they were. So, uh, have you bet <laughs> on every World Cup game? Yeah, yeah. I lost with Senegal today. There has to be an upset, right? They can't just take all yeah. favorites coming through. Like Switzerland has to win, or Morocco has to beat Spain, or something coming up. But again, I know nothing. I actually thought Poland was going to get a little frisky, and then that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I like their uniforms. Lewandowski's on that team. <laughs> um, the uh, the other thing with the basketball was Davis is on a fucking heater now. What do you have? Fifty five tonight. All of a sudden, he's like one of the best five players in the league again. <laughs> and the Lakers, who I think to make the playoffs at what were they like plus five hundred at one point when they were two and 10, oh yeah yeah, yeah. plus four hundred yeah. like the odds yeah, went like crazy on them. Yeah, and now they're at least probably a playing team. Really, just on like that. Well, OKC is going to be out, and Houston and San Antonio, and and mm-hmm. I think Utah falls off. So it would be between them and Sacramento and Portland, and then Dallas if anything weird happens to Luca, probably. Wow. And maybe the Clippers. I went to Clippers Kings on Saturday, and uh, and the Kawhi and Paul George were in street clothes. Mm-hmm. Norman Powell, like the Clippers didn't have like four of their best guys, but Kawhi is like almost mid-December. He still doesn't play. Right. So I don't know yeah, what, yeah. they might, they could fall out. Somebody weird is going to fall out of the West. Right. Um, you want to do Parent Corner? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. If you're looking for a car, CarMax has the perfect mix of online and on the lot shopping so you can buy your ride on your terms. You can buy online and get your car with express pickup or home delivery. Or if you prefer to shop in person, you can go to one of our 235 stores nationwide. At CarMax, buying a car is as smooth as driving it. Express pickup available nationwide. Home delivery available in select markets. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, what do you got? All right. Uh, well, if you're listening with a child, cover your kid's ears or like move into another room or something. I'm about to break down the fourth winter wonderland wall here so um mm. so we you know, the elf on the shelf right so you, yeah. you've been done with this stupid thing for years right because your God. youngest your youngest is what 16 right I, I don't 15 know how yeah 15 okay so you're good um my gonna be nine-year-old at the end of the month i think i don't know when his birthday is it might be in march no he's gonna be nine at the end of the month uh he says uh he says something about he's like are we gonna do the elf again i was like "Ooh, this is good this is good. Are we going to do the elf? That makes yeah. me think he, he knows now. And this thing, which is the bane of my existence, I have to set an alarm every night at like 1130 after he's sleeping. So I move this thing. I was like, well, what do you mean? Are we going to do it again? He's like, well, I know it's a doll. I was like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you. God. I'm like, OK, good. Uh, so, you know, like we don't have to we don't have to put him out and, and he doesn't have to move around. He's like, no, it's it's fine. I, I get it. I mean, because I know it's just a doll. And I said, great, because it's it's good for him too, right? Because the the whole the, the gig is like, um, you have to behave. This thing is watching you, and then he has to he has to actually has to behave, but he doesn't because he gets whatever he wants. He's a spoiled brat. So yeah, but this this is only all on me to move the thing, right? This is all it is. So now we've come to this agreement. He's like, he's like, I get it, Dad. It's fine. I was like, good. Beautiful. No more elf. We're done. You're nine. You don't believe it. The next morning, he's like almost in tears. And I said, what what happened? He says, I lost a tooth and the tooth fairy didn't come and give me money. 
I was like, and I look at Melissa, I'm like, he lost a tooth. She's like, yeah, yeah, well, I forgot. I forgot to tell you he lost a tooth. I said, all right, I'm knocking it all out here. I was like, you don't believe the elf isn't moving. You believe it's a doll and everything, but you actually still think that there's a fairy that flies into our house down the chimney or whatever while you're sleeping, replaces your cruddy teeth with money. Like, come on. Like this is, and I basically said that and like, she was mad. He's like, well, I just, I, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be money. So now he's like, he doesn't believe in the tooth fairy, but he wants the, he believes in the money. He believes right. in the money. I'm like, okay. So if, uh, I, I don't know, because I was going through my head. I'm like, what am I going to say? Is there was a supply chain shortage? The, the Tooth Fairy didn't make it or something. So now I'm like, no Tooth Fairy, no Elf on the Shelf. I could just leave money. Um, do I go for the big one? Do I go for the big guy, the, the fat guy with the beard? Oh, take out Santa. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking yeah. about it. But uh, there'd be a lot of crap. I mean, that, that makes the least sense out of anything. Right? I would I would keep Santa going as long as you can. Oh, really? Oh, he's yeah. Nine. Come Santa's on. fun. Come on. Yeah. Get one more year of Santa. Well, he'll be 10. Now he'll look at the chimney and he'll just be like, wait a second. How does that guy fit through the chimney? This is stupid. Right. Then I'll figure it out. I know. But he, he asked for obscure gifts that I say they don't sell on Amazon. And he's like, yeah, but Santa's elves are going to make it for me. And I'm like, ah, this would be nice to just do away with this now. All right. I'll, I'll keep the Santa. The Tooth Fairy's out, Elf on the Shelf is out, so I'm good. I figured out Santa when I was like five or six. You did? I yeah. just did the math of all the houses and the amount of minutes in the night, and I realized it was impossible. Right. <laughs> just on your street, it would be impossible. Yeah, I was like, right? all right, so one second per, and I, I, it was like, even if it's one second per house, and yeah. I just, and I was, I was like, this, this can't be real. Well, that's my um, thing. I'm like, you know, the kids are going to make fun of them. I tell my wife, this is, this yeah. is bad, you know? So I'm trying to make it like I'm, I'm a savior here. But anyway. My parent corner is, I've been up since 3.15 this morning. This is like a, a really heroic what? effort by man the pot. I've been up for 18 hours already as we're taping this. So my daughter you know, on the weekends, my daughter's like 17 and a half. She's a senior in high school and mm -hmm. she'll go out and she'll be like, hey, I'm going to go and either she'll Uber or she'll take a car if she's not drinking and she doesn't really drink. Um, but she went out last night just to hang out with some friends mm -hmm. and she's like, when do I have to be back? And I'm always like, I don't know, 1230 and my wife gets mad. She's like, she's going to be in college in uh. eight months. Like, it's got to, the curfew's got to go up. Like, think about when you were in high school, you weren't coming back at 1230. I'm like, God, you're right. I was out till mm -hmm. 2, 2.30. You're right. So I'm like, all right, can you be home, you know, 2, 2.15 range. But what <laughs> happens is I'll fall asleep at like 1230. Right. Yeah. 12.45. But then I'll wake up panicked at 2.30, whatever, thinking she's not home. Mm -hmm. And I'll look at my watch, which then the watch, I mean, my, uh, my iPhone. And you turn the iPhone on and it's like a dark room and like blinds you, right? It's like the worst thing you can do is like look at an iPhone in the middle of the mm -hmm. night. Set him up. And then I look at her life 360 and it says she's in the house. I'm like, all right, great. She's in the house. All right, good. Right. I'm going to go back to bed. And then I just lie there. And on top of that, I've been sick. So I've been on these steroids that make my heart. They, finally, today was the last day. So I was just lying in bed and, I, and I'm just mad. And I'm like, God damn it. I should have just slept through it. Why did I have to look? I know she was going to be home <laughs> and I'm just up and I'm watching TV and I'm watching like behind the music on Paramount Plus. I'm watching like a Hall Notes behind awesome. the music at 4.30 in the morning, 5.30. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll wake up and I'll 
just go look at the lines and make coffee and I make coffee and I'm watching Lifetime, some movie called, uh, it was like, uh, dad has two families or something on the Lifetime thing. This guy who had a family in America and Paris. I'm like, this is great. I'm having coffee and nobody's up. And and, and And France was playing, right? Yeah. And then France came on at seven. I'm like, all right, I'm going to tape the rest of this Lifetime movie. I'll watch France. (laughs) I watch studio things. I'm like, this is awesome. By 830, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And I've been up ever since. And I had like a giant coffee at 430. That's why I went to Crowder. I was like, maybe Crowder will wake me up. And uh, (laughs) my point is, it's really hard when you have these kids that you think are these little kids, but now they're like driving around and you feel like, I, I don't like going to bed when they're not here. It's weird. Well, I think keep the midnight curfew until she, if she's going to college, then let her change her own curfew in college, right? I mean, you, you when when you curfew, says, yeah. when does Archie come home? No, but I know we do try to make it like twelve or twelve thirty. But he's like, uh, I don't know, he's he's more manageable. But but honestly, the answer to that is when you were out till two or two thirty, like you knew you were up to no good, right? Like, oh yeah, that's why they have to come out, come back at twelve. Yeah, but here, there's driving. Yeah, maybe I should make it one o'clock. She doesn't, she's not like one of those people though. Ben, if Ben was like, I'm going to be out till two, I'd be like, wait, I'd be like following him in an unmarked car. Yeah. Hall and Oates would have nothing to do with it then. Yeah. It's tough now because you do have the 360 so you can tell if they're home, but you also, there's the ring, the ring app. And like, if, uh, if like a, a, a a coyote walks by, you you freak out, right? Like, and you're waiting for your kid to come home. It's a lot, a lot to navigate. I got one more. I got a side thing. Friend corner. So Holy Cross made the final eight and I was going to go back and I couldn't because of some family stuff. And, uh, and a couple of my roommates from college went to the game pouring rain, like classic. Like we went to school in Worcester, Massachusetts, where you go and you visit and it's like April and it's beautiful. And then you're Mm -hmm. there and it's November and it's like 30 degree winds and pouring rain. So we, we beat uh, New Hampshire. We kill them. Mm-hmm. And next week is is either going to be South Dakota State or Delaware, so we're rooting for Delaware because we're like, if it's Delaware, we're all going to go. We're it's easy. We'll fly. Mm-hmm. We, the house will come, and like what well, the whole right. thing. I bet South Dakota State they killed them. They right? win like fifty to six. Yeah. So yeah. now we're looking at the South Dakota State thing, and like thirty years ago, we're like, we're going to South Dakota State, mm-hmm. figure it out. But now we're older, and you start looking at it. There's no direct flights. You got to fly to like Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, or Chicago and then connect. So then it's like, well, what's the weather next week? And it's like a uh, 40, 40% chance of snow. <laughs> so we talked, I called Jacko this morning and we talked it out and it's thinking like, all right, we fly to Minnesota, <laughs> four hour drive from Minnesota to Brookings, South Dakota. They're we get there. They lose, they lose, to, they lose to yeah. South Dakota, like 40 to 20, like, like worst case scenario football game. Then we're on an Applebee's in Brookings. Brookings, wherever the fuck South Dakota State is, just kind of commiserating the game before we drive four hours back to Minnesota (laughs) where we're staying. And we're like, we're not doing this. This is stupid. But like age age 24, we would have done it. We wouldn't have thought of any of the worst case scenarios. We'd have been like, yeah, Brookings, Friday, we'll get there. We'll drive. And the older you get, you just start thinking of reasons not to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would be able to skip cryo. It's probably two degrees there, right? Yeah. I mean, Brookings right, yeah. has a cryo. I checked at a, at a, <laughs> a really good cryo guy. center right next to the thing. <laughs> there are four. You, did you guess the line for that game? Did you look? No. Can we do it? Well, I, I have, do you have it. Yet. Yeah. You want to guess? 
I would say it's probably South Dakota by 10 and a half. Yeah, 14 and a half. Oof. Our team's good, yeah. man. We have a good I know, team. But you got to stay But that, the Dakotas win every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, North Dakota, yeah. I mean, if you lose 31-10, that's a miserable, miserable outing, right? Except you get to see the friends. Jack on Holy that. Cross is 12-0 and for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of my program. Our coach, Chesney, we rebuilt something, and, uh, and no other college can try to hire him. I'm just putting that out there. Look at that. There a chance. There you go. We could be Gonzaga for football in the East Coast. Right, we can beat all these other. You. We can beat all these other, other teams like with the more academic schools. I don't know. We have something you, going. You may right? have to I pay hope he stays. You may, you may have to uh, little subsidize. Should I have Spotify? Yeah, yeah, maybe I get the Swedes to yeah, like, get cut on some side money. Yeah, are yeah. are you a booster anyway, officially or no? I think I'm going to become a booster. Yeah, yeah I think why this not? is my destiny. Like Do the, it. like J, JT Walsh and Blue Chips. There you go. Simmons the booster. Yeah, he's really just a soccer expert, but let him let him let him boost the college football team. <laughs> I have some opinions on prongs in the <laughs> offense. We should use prong forwards. Did I give you my prong forward thing? I thought we should use two forwards, not three. <laughs> prong forward. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for parent quarter. Today's parent corner is brought to you by CarMax. Everyone should have the confidence that they bought the right car. And the CarMax 30-day money-back guarantee means you get to take the time you need to make sure you found your perfect match up to 1,500 miles. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying, reimagine. All right, what do you got to plug? All right, uh, against the odds tomorrow, minus three extra points, waiver wired, lemon pepper parlay, making fun of sports, covering glory, all found on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Picking the game, the side, the total, uh, a prop, and first touchdown tomorrow and against the odds. I like the Saints, I'll tell you. I do like the Saints to cover this. I also like the Saints. Yeah, we saw each other Friday. We went to Bianco Pizza, really good in uh, Bianco Pizzeria in uh, mm-hmm. downtown LA. He brought us an entire pepperoni pie. Mm-hmm. Did you post that on Instagram? I didn't. I should, right? I just uh, I'll, I po- I'll it post yet. it tonight. I I'll sent you it the on picture, my right? Okay, do yeah, it. Do it. I'll do it tonight. Do and it. then he brought us two green slices, and we we each had four slices, and I was like a fucking mess the rest of the day. I don't even know what to say about the green. Like, what is it? It's pesto, and uh, but I'm not going to do it justice. It's excellent, though, right? It almost tastes like cream spinach. If cream spinach didn't taste spinachy, yeah, right. It has the same consistency of it, but it's way more delicious. Anyway, we had a ton of pizza, and uh, and strategized for football playoffs. And- all yeah. that stuff. And, and we ended up betting it, the Titans. And that was it. And then <laughs> strategized. The Titans look great. Let's take them. <laughs> Pizza doesn't help, I guess. I was like, I love Washington. They're going to come through and the Giants. <laughs> I did hit on I hit on uh, Vegas and on Pittsburgh. You did? And then I hit on Cincy. So I actually had like a kind of a sort of We should have just done stupid. Like, let's just look at it, right? Like France is going to advance. Argentina is going to advance. And the Cowboys. Like, that's what we should have done this week. Yeah. Why are we screwing was, around? Lakers against oh and Celtics were going to beat the Nets. That was the lock. Yeah. Too fast for the Nets. By the way, Kyrie after the game. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Nets would beat the Celtics and then he would stay on the court and shake hands with everybody. Right. He was seven for twenty one and minus sixteen walked right off the court. Really? We we beat them by thirteen. It's like where's Kyrie? Oh. I thought we were going to have some hugs and some handshakes. Interesting. No, he's gone. He yeah, probably he's went gone. to Temple. Who knows? Yeah. Temple. All right, cuz. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to nephew Kyle, Kyle Creighton, for producing. 
As always, don't forget, I have a new episode on the Prestige TV podcast, White Lotus episode six. You can find that after you finish this one and new rewatch was coming on Monday night as well. We'll see you in this feed on Tuesday.